Nearly episode 232, I think. I don't know. This doesn't have the number on it like the old background did. You're I'm supposed sure to close. put the number in. It says it right there. Where does... Oh, yeah. Ah. No, no, no. Leave it. If it says insert number, that's funnier. Uh, no, it just has a blank spot. He didn't give me a freaking editable file, did he? Did, am I wrong about that? Yeah, it says right here. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Here. Here, need to move Peaky into the new overlays. You can put your own text for the episode number in the top uh -huh. left Did there. he give you a Photoshop or a PNG? It's not an editable file, right? I... We're hitting the ground running today, boys. Yeah, <laughs> that's some bullshit. He put this together in Photoshop and then gave me the output, not the input. That's silliness. Well, we're all friends here, yeah. so well, it's I all good. Silliness. I didn't a... go too yeah. hard. I mean, <laughs> well, I didn't. Didn't, get, didn't lay in. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, UFC Silly. event. All three of us saw it. Yes. I watched a little piece of it. Oh, you didn't watch it? Did you see? Yeah, you probably saw I the watched... Dillashaw fight though. It was only thirty. Seconds. Yeah, I saw the Dillashaw fight. I saw the Page fight, and that was it. So does um, that guy get to keep his one twenty-five weight now? Probably. See, here's the thing. He was there. He's like, I'm fighting for the one twenty-five. I'm saving all these jobs. I'm representing the division. I like this division. All these people, their hopes or dreams are riding on me keeping this alive. And then he does it. He wins. He wins in spectacular fashion. Suddenly, one twenty-five is interesting again. And the first thing he says is, "Hey." Let's go fight at 135. <laughs> you know, let's ride it again. And I want your belt. And uh, I can see what he's doing. He's going for legacy. He wants to be champ mm -hmm. champ. It's not like he can go to 115. That doesn't, that's not a thing in men's. So uh, you know, I, I see where he's coming from. And he wants a payday. Another thing he said was, Dana White, I want to get paid. Which like, I can totally understand. But as a fan, it's not inspiring me. right? You know, as a fan, you want to hear, I want to build my legacy, not my bank account. But I, I see where he's coming from. Like... Just based on what my friends have told me who are way more into this than me, Dana White kind of wants to get rid of 125, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's just kind of a loser of it a was. division. So, for a long time, I was about to say 10 years, but that's probably too long. Forever, the same guy was the champion. 125 had only had one champion, DJ. Uh, what the hell is his, real, his full name, Kyle? Uh, Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson, thank you. Oh, Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I know who that is. Wow. All right. Yeah, so it was Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Johnson, and he was the champ. Well, Demetrius Johnson was a great fighter, but a lousy, lousy promoter. Almost like the anti-promoter. He just doesn't do that. And it got to be that it was never interesting because you knew he was going to win. You didn't know who he was fighting against. Just for whatever reason, people weren't inspired by second and third place at 125 like they are at 155. So it was always DJ fighting some guy you didn't know with no hyper interest. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. And there was never an up and comer at 125 who had any personality or was interesting. So Henry Cejudo, he's a little different, right? He comes out to the weigh-ins and he brings a snake, which is an insult they use against TJ Dillasaw. And he tames it and he slams it on the ground. It's a fake snake. And, you know, like he's just... He's putting on little theatrics and, and he's putting some weight on this. Like this matters whether I win. Everyone was more interested in this 125 pound fight than I think any other I can think of. And another thing DJ did, which makes me almost mad at him, is he turned down the fight against TJ Dillasaw. TJ Dillasaw wanted to come down and fight him. And DJ either priced himself out of the fight where he said, I want so much money to take this that the UFC said no. Or he said that he wanted to see DJ his opponent work his way up and prove he could make 125. TJ Dillashaw's never missed weight in his life. He's never missed weight in his life. And that includes now at 125 pounds. So for DJ to be like, I want to see him take a few other fights and earn his way, whatever, dude, you're just throwing up barriers 
to prevent this fight from happening. What Henry Cejuda said when they told him to fight TJ Dillasaw was yes. I love that. I love that. You know, as, as a fan, a guy who says, you know what? I'm the baddest motherfucker at this weight. It doesn't matter who you put in the ring with me. I am better than that guy because no one is better. There's got to be like an inherent bias too of viewers <laughs> being like, these guys are really small. Like yeah, I had more like fun it. watching the big guys beat the shit out of each other. Like even though the, you know, you can be like, you know, what's the old like joke of like the WNBA? Like you have to look at the fundamentals <laughs> where it's like, like, yeah, but it's still, you don't get to see LeBron jumping, you know, 30 feet and slamming the ball through the hoop. So like, I think that is a real thing with this. It's like, okay, we've got the little fighters. Those are the women, but I don't care about a 125 pound guy. He may be skilled till the cows come home, but who cares? A few years ago, I would have totally agreed with you. I didn't care about anything under 155. And then Conor McGregor came along at 145 and made that the most interesting division, right? And then at 135, you had this like trio of Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw, and Dominic Cruz all vying to figure out who was the best. And 135 became super interesting. And then just recently with a new champ at 125 and TJ Dillashaw dropping it, 125 became interesting. I, I agree that there is sort of an inherent bias against little guys. Yeah. And if you don't know anything about fighting, you might be tempted to be like, all right, all right. Look, I get that these guys are badasses, but I'm, you know, 255. I could beat that guy. Well, maybe at 255. Probably not still. They walk around at 250 though. If they're fighting it, 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 yeah. But see, that guy who doesn't know very much—that guy who doesn't know very much about the sport—that's the guy they're trying to get. You're right. You're right. So, so, so there is. There's going to be a class of people. And I, I exaggerated, but let's say I'm an athletic 190. I could beat that hunt, that guy who fights at 125. But like Kyle's sort of getting. If you fight at 125, you probably walk around at 150 something, and uh, that 150 pound is going to beat your 190 pound ass. I'm just sure of it. Yeah, but yeah, I would think so. There are people. I, mean, who I, don't I wrestled at agree. 140 in middle school. Uh huh. Like it, it's just an adult man being 125 is just surprising. 20 well, pounds of that was cranium. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they didn't let me like get an exemption for that, and headbutting's uh, not allowed. So, see, see if, if there's ever a professional headbutting championship, oh, my man, all my money's on you. Oh, my my wrestling coach knew that my uh because like I, I was all my effort was in hockey like wrestling was just more like this is more fun like i, I like staying in shape this is kind of a fun They're thing both to do sports it's a, it, weird oh yeah yeah but I, pl I played hockey year round like constantly i was in leagues and so that was like my main focus uh -huh. and then like the winter league was usually like a school league that i didn't care about as much okay and then of course when i'm traveling and having to miss stuff but i my coach knew he's like you know taylor you're very strong you're not very quick. And I was like, okay, well, that's, that sucks. He's like, okay, what you're going to do is you can't strike anybody, but you can take this part of your forearm. And as soon as that whistle goes and the ref says go, I want you to hit that <laughs> other kid in the collarbone as hard as you can. Oh. And I was like, okay, then what do I do after that? He goes, I don't think you're going to have to plan for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was my first wrestling match ever. And this big Asian kid from the other school comes out and he's like, they kind of played fast and loose with the weight rules. He uh -huh. clearly, he was my same height and noticeably fatter. So he clearly, we were not in the same weight class. And I was like getting down ready and I'm so nervous. And then he blows it. And the first thing I do is just bah, as hard as I can into this kid's collarbone. And the 
saucers his eyes became because his coach must not have told him that's legal. <laughs> I, all I did was, was what my coach said, hit him like that. Oh, no. And got him on the ground. Uh -huh. And it was really, really quick. Hang on, you're breaking up. I, I, I don't want to. I want this unadulterated. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, am I back? No. Am I back now? You seem to be. Short test. Actually, no, now you seem Connection's gone. Connection's being bad. Yes, your, your connection is quite I'm, I'm hardwired in. Like, it should be fine. Do I sound better now? Yeah. Yeah, right now you do. All right, so you come in. Okay. I didn't know you could do this either. You just elbow slam the guy in the collarbone and neck? Yes. His eyes flew out to saucers, and please continue. And then I did, like, an ankle pick and, mm -hmm. like, twisted him to, like, drive him into the ground and really slammed that fat kid hard and, like, really quick the match was over. And, like... I like tried to like act super confident about it. Like, yeah, him? I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I pinned him like real quick because he was shocked. And I, I was half expecting the ref to be like, can't do that. Can't do that. But <laughs> turns out I was okay. So I had my, I was up for my next match. And this kid was, they gave me way too much lenience with this kid. He was a head shorter than me, way fatter, <laughs> not in shape at all. And I was standing there like talking to the kid. And he's like, yeah, I saw. I saw your last match. <laughs> and I was like, yep. And he's like, huh, I'm afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next match was the least skilled match. It was like something out of a TV show. My coach told me, Taylor, do the exact same thing. Just hit that kid as hard as you can right in the collarbone area. But don't use your elbow. Don't use your fist. Make sure you're using the flat of your forearm. And so I was like, okay. I was so amped up this time that when he said go, I reared back and just, and, and this kid, like, literally turned to the side and ran to the end of the wrestling ring area. He, and ran, I, he, used, yeah, he ran away, and I had so much <laughs> momentum that I fell forward. <laughs> and I kind of grabbed out for, like, his leg, and he fell forward, and it was just like a a really not tactical fight of me trying to crawl on top of him because my... <laughs> My one and done chance, my shotgun blast had failed, and so, and so I had to just like the kid was so weak and, and frightened that that one wasn't very tough either. <laughs> the kid was so weak and frightened. Oh yeah, I was I was one of the wrestlers that like the the other wrestlers in my class they liked watching the most because they knew I wasn't gonna get fancy, and the first wrestling match against every individual school before they saw my my ace in the hole move. It almost always worked. It really did. I can't believe more people didn't do that. So there was, that was my wrestling career. Yeah. I remember how to do hey, anything. Why don't more people just punch people in wrestling? Between the you know, collarbone the slam and the oil checking, I was a state he champion. He just brings a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get on your back! Oh, he got me again. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just punch him. That, that that seems to be the way to wrestle. Okay. Yeah, th that was the secret. So, but then like once I saw friends of mine who continued on with like high school high level wrestling and like going to state if they were that good, it was like ah, this would not work against these guys. They would like do some hullabaloo and flip me on my ass. Uh, but yeah, wrestling. As far as defending yourself, it seems like that's one of the best things to know. Like in a street fight situation or something. Like I think the that grappling, or boxing, right? One v one, probably wrestling even more than boxing. One v one, it's considered to be really, really good, uh, especially if you're not on like concrete or asphalt or something like that. Uh, if you are on it, then 
I mean, still, you're both on it. Ideally, you win that takedown. It just opens more chance, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I was sitting in... Uh, so my dad was telling me, he's like, you know, once you get a house, there's always going to be something. And I was like, yeah, but it can't always be something, right? Like, there's sometimes it'll be okay. He's like, I don't know. Like, there's always a little thing at least. And so I was sitting. I had gotten home from hanging out, watching the fight, actually. And I got back with my girlfriend and we were sitting around watching some TV before bed. It's probably 11, 1130. And we're just relaxing, but I'm about to fall asleep. And I just hear from my master bathroom, just a <laughs> suddenly out of nowhere, like a gushing and splashing sound. And I was like, fuck, shit. And so I got up like I'd been drinking during the fight. And so I'm like <laughs> drunk. And so I'm walking into my bathroom, open it up. And it's like what you see when plumbing goes wrong in a movie where the faucet had blown off and it was spraying a jettison of water up into my ceiling up like it like wrecked my light fixture that was above the sink uh it was it was just a fucking shit show and it so i had to run faucet, down the not the toilet it was the bathroom the sink the faucet uh-huh. yeah the bathroom sink and it shot up and and i was like oh fuck 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 and so i like first i put like the little faucet thing back on there and it's still now it's going <laughs> you know, towards me because I'm trying to cap it off, but it's just turning into a now a, a, a disc of wetness going everywhere. And I was like telling my girl, like, go, go turn off the water. She's like, where's the water? And I'm like, you, you hold this here. I'll go turn off the water. And so she's doing it. it. It's like a, you know, feels like a quarter inch of standing water in my bathroom. And it's a pretty big bathroom at this point. And, and I run down, turn the water off, make a call to try and get it fixed. They can't do it that night. And because I've been drinking all night, I still have like five more peas in me. And so I just had one of my bathrooms just full. The toilet was full of piss <laughs> for like all night until the next day when they were able to come out and get it fixed for Did me. Did you look and under was... the sink for a water shut off? Uh, no, I just That's ran and turned is. off all the water. Oftentimes yeah. under the sink, there's a two dials you could do there. I was I was drunk. Old man knowledge. <laughs> and all yeah. I was thinking was like, I know where the dial is. And so I ran down there and turned it and it was like, oh, fuck. Well, that was an expense I didn't want. So, uh, yeah. Do you have a warranty goes. on the home? Maybe. Yeah, I do. But they're not going to. I didn't go through the right paperwork or some shit like to, to put it in. And so they're not going to cover it all. That's um, how home warranties work in my experience, too. They, they, they're they're yeah. just b- bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, we had something it was wrong like, with our But I've HVAC. only owned the house for like a month. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, well, you can suck my dick, idiot. Yeah. That's what they actually said. So They're like, you know, well, how do we know that this is like a pre-existing problem? And, and it had to be like the right type of pre-existing problem. Like it, like, it, okay, it needs to be somewhere in between it was built that way and it didn't just happen. And if yeah. it's in there, then, you know, but we determined that everything's not in there. And yeah. Then we roll a D20 and, <laughs> see, and, yeah, right. and see how lucky you are. Uh, Ooh, your character's very low on luck. Sorry. <laughs> we're, not, we're not covering this. So, yeah, that was a little aggravating. So now I'm going to be devoting a lot of time to YouTube videos, trying to figure out more about just basic home maintenance. So I'm not so retarded. Plumbing's my least favorite, too. I know Kyle likes it more than me. Uh, my big thing, I have two things I don't like about plumbing. One, the consequences can be kind of high if you fuck up. Like, crown molding, the consequence of fucking up is maybe you have a gap, right? Or, or you didn't do a 45-year butt joint. It doesn't look as good as it could be. When molding, when you mess up, well, you've seen what happened. I'm sorry. With plumbing, you've seen what happened. The other thing is, every time I work on plumbing, I'm on my back, under a sink, 
and with my body in the cabinet and the little ridge is digging into my spinal cord and I'm just oh, like, yeah. this is my least favorite working environment. So, yeah, I, I like it. You know, I've, I've done a bunch of plumbing, uh, like nothing. I don't know that there is. I was going to say nothing too complicated, but I, I've never seen complicated plumbing. I suppose it's all this fucking PVC or CPVC and fucking glue and saw and elbows. What and have you had to fix before? Lots of PVC pipe, like like water lines, um, six inch, five inch, one, you know, half inch, one inch, just all sizes of big from big water mains to to small water lines running in and out of houses and mm. in and out of uh, buildings. Well, my stuff. stuff's always the closer to the end, like, you know, installing a new garbage disposal, a new dishwasher, fixing a broken or, you know, the things I said to turn under the sink. I've had them leak before, so you kind of cut them out <laughs> and put new ones in. Yep. And uh, I don't, I don't, I, now I, I hire I've seen else. this, I've seen this piping at like Lowe's and Home Depot when I'm buying like the stuff that I'm familiar with that's like, that just like pops together. Yes. Uh, and I, I've been curious about that, but I didn't, I actually, I used it for my washing machine a while back because I felt like it was a good application. It's a really tight area and you can access it if shit goes wrong. Um, but I've never used it on anything bigger than it's like the size of your pinky these lines they're like quarter inch lines oh, or something okay i think they make that that people do their whole home with and i forget the mm -hmm. name of it i have i have pyrex in my head but i know that pyrex fan. is the glass yeah it, pyrex dishes I, in the motherfucking anyway and i think there's two competitors <laughs> that that you know for for plumbing supremacy anyway uh yeah apparently it's a legit way to do things i just haven't owned it yeah yeah, I don't have any. There are only white pipes in my home. In my plumbing <laughs> system. <laughs> no copper. <laughs> so I'll go real quick with my Vermintide thing, and then Kyle will tell us his Rust update, because I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, this game is way deeper than I thought it was. We described it as a hack and slash, and I completely agreed. And there's still an element of that. But, oh my God, to be good at this game is... It's like being good at Call of Duty or something. Like, like you know, the, you walk into it and you think it's this complicated. And then you go on and there's like dozens of different weapons. They each have different attack patterns. And like one of my favorites is this big long sword. And it's slash, slash, which is good for like crowd control when you've got tons of weak characters. And then an overhead drop would be the third one. And uh, you know what Call of Duty... When you do the reload cancel, you, you sort of end the last mm. bit of the animation by sprinting. And you do it so many times you become an expert at it. In Vermintide, people will do that too. They'll like slash slash. And then rather than go through the less effective crowd control, they like insta block or like dodge or something and then go the other way. There's so much to this game. There's four difficulty levels. On the second one, I'm pretty good. Like I might be that guy that carries a team. On the third one... If I'm hot, I'm useful. If I'm not, I'm carried. That, that's kind of where I am now, out of four. I haven't tried the fourth one because that would just be inconsiderate to show up at my skill level yeah. <laughs> and, and ask them to try to carry me on the highest difficulty. Um, but yeah, man, I am, I'm into It seems like I'm playing the game a lot and I'm watching videos. Like now I understand what good is. And this JSAT is the guy that I've been watching. Him and Milk and Cookies. TW. Turns out Milk and Cookies Total War is, is what that is. And uh, but JSAT in particular is so good. He the highest difficulty 
isn't high enough for him. So he brings these mods that make it two or three times harder than the highest level of difficulty. And I was looking at it. I'm like, to stay alive, he has to make about 5,000 good decisions for every bad one. And not only is he doing that, but he's directing the rest of his team on what they should be doing at the same time. And uh, it's just, I thought, this was a dumb game where you just kind of point towards the bad guys and rapidly click, and it's not. There's to, to do well is so much more. Yeah, those Total War games really teach you how to micro because there is so much shit to be considering and doing. Uh, I haven't played the kind you're like the first person kind, but I know Kyle yeah. will probably agree. Mine is the... like Left 4 Dead, but instead of the melee, it's instead of Left 4 Dead is like guns with a little melee. This is melee with a little guns. Hmm. So uh, anyway, that, I'll, I'll stop there. But God, this game is sucking me in, and I had no idea this the skill ceiling was as high as it is. Are you still the same race of character, or have you unlocked like different <sighs> so BCs or whatever they called? It takes some t- some grinding to make your character better, and uh, as you do, I so my I'm the same dude, but now I have three different like career options. So he has different specialties. Like one's this sort of stealthy hunter that shoots a lot. One's a like a full suit of armor. He's a tank who I play with the most. And then the original guy who I guess is somewhere in between. I'm still learning. But I play Kruber if anyone's watching this. Who knows? So, so what are these we're looking at here, Kyle? Looks like a couple oh. of large murals. <clears throat> so we've progressed just far enough in uh, Rusk that we don't have to worry about survival or really killing our enemies all the time anymore. So we, we bought these programs that sort of auto paint murals on the side <laughs> of your face and you can upload images and they'll just paint them for you. The end game painting is very crude. It's like Microsoft paint. Essentially you're just like scribbling and stuff with a few letters. And so there's a few images. Like if you look at the top image there, that's clearly wings uh, in Mexico with his sombrero and a oh. bottle of tequila that's uh, that's on the side of the base now. Um, there's <laughs> to strike stuff. fear into your enemies. <laughs> to strike fear into them. Uh, and below that is a like 25% completed version of the above linked photograph, which I, it's it's the one if you scroll up just a tiny bit of me as Napoleon Bonaparte um, riding my steed uh, with a with a rust modeled AK-47. And if you look on the rock there, it says RSK for life. Um, so that will soon nice. be on the base as well. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about that. We've been, we've been having a good time. We, uh, we got uh, a big base established. We, we, we built a, a helicopter base, a, a furnace base. We built walls around the entire compound, which are not cheap or easy to acquire. And uh, we've been killing everybody near us pretty much. They're, about two days ago, there were some guys that were being shitty. Uh, they're, for one thing, they're cheating. Uh, they're using scripts. They're using recoil scripts, uh, which help you control the they don't just help you control the recoil. How can you know? Uh, he brags about it in his Steam profile, and he lists oh. all of the all of, <laughs> and he lists all of the servers he's been banned from, um, and uh, and he's just he he y- you die real fast when you fight him, and uh, and so he was being a real a real bother, and uh, we, we, it weren't, it's not like we were we were losing our shit to him. It was just that like every time we went out, we had to fight him. And it was going to be this drawn out long battle where we die, come back, he die, he come back. And we're just constantly clashing against one another. And when it was all over, we just both spent a lot of ammo. And maybe he had one more gun than we had at the end mm-hmm. of it. It was like, well, we just wasted our fucking time when we could have been getting stronger. We're just weakening each other. So 
we stayed up all fucking night making uh, explosive ammunition, and it's seven or eight in the morning after he was all tuckered out in real life. We went over to his base and broke into it and took all of his things. And uh, I killed I killed all of them with a jackhammer as they slept. And so the kill feed just pops up with my name, killed this guy with jackhammer. And the, everybody in the chat is going, yeah, get him! Because <laughs> everybody knows these guys are assholes and cheaters. And, and the 20 people who are still in line are all just like, yes, mm. yes. Mm. And, and so when you kill someone like that and you grind their body down with a jackhammer, you get their skull. And if you click the skull, you get to see whose name's on the skull. So I have their skulls under my desk now back at base. Um, and so that's what we've been doing lately. We've been, we've been killing people, blowing up bases, painting murals, uh, have, having a real good old time. Uh, I'm sure we're going to do some more of the same tonight. It's going to be fun. Nice. So explain. So you're, you're so successful now. You guys are doing so well that these murals are mm -hmm. are these tradesmen doing it or are you employing slaves uh we don't like the s word but but some of my friends <laughs> some of my friends essentially it's not like you click a button and this mural gets painted you your character has to interact with that canvas there and you have to leave your character interacting with with it while a program plays on your desktop for four hours so essentially whenever they're ready to go to bed they're like all right I'm setting it up. And you'll just see, like, the one guy's just standing there. His character's just staring at a blue wall. <laughs> For three hours now, he's been staring at a blue wall. wall and occasionally, it'll, it'll improve in quality and get a little bit better. I'm, I'm hoping the paintings are done by the time I get on uh, in a little bit. They, they started very early this morning in the AM. And uh, we have a lot of painting ideas. They're mostly vanity projects for me. Uh, it's me uh, crossing the Delaware uh, as Washington. How easy are the paintings to destroy like if i just hit it with an rpg would the painting be gone you'd have to get to our base first is it that but hard you, to approach you, the outside of your base like yeah i couldn't slip in i mean you would have to make it a real one-man mission to destroy that painting and you'd die doing it um you know yeah well i would accept all those terms going into this mission yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I get that i'm just want like I can't. It's not a punishment to Kyle, though. It's a punishment to the poor sap who has to stand there <laughs> four more hours. <laughs> I mean, I mean, have at it, you know, if you want. Like, you want, you want to... so the paintings in the interior or the exterior, is it really on the outside so strangers can see it? Uh, if they were to climb into our compound with ladders, they, they would see it. Oh, okay. Well, that's different than I was thinking. I would have, I thought it was on the, like, you know, on the border wall. No, that's the turns. side of the that's the side of the base. They would have to climb over stone walls with ladders, which are a found and constructed item that's a bit rare, and go through a lot of barbed wire, which is cutting you apart as you go. And and then we'd hear all that happening, and we would be shooting at them. With, uh, but is there any way for people outside to see the the grand tapestries? Not unless they climb. Well, they're for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're for me. You really? I, I wish you could copy and paste them and stick them on the outside. That would be nice. You, you would have been ridiculous back in the day. You'd have been like, yeah, as king, I want you to, Michelangelo, I want you to paint this, but not here in this cathedral, just in my room. <laughs> just, just, just do it, it in my yeah, room. No one else is allowed in. It's for yeah. me. I play Left 4 Dead with Colin, and people, I don't know how it happens. Like, we're not playing on modded servers, but guys are dropping X-rated paintings. And Colin, who is 15, finds them very distracting. You know, he just poops. <laughs> Boobs, Dad. There's boobs. This picture has boobs in it. Yeah. Like, Guys, could you not? Could you? Not? But 
Yeah, he's a big fan. Is it like Gary's Mod? Remember that? Like uh, from way back in the I didn't day? Play it. Rust I is made by the same it. people. Yeah. Oh, like I never played either, but I remember a friend of mine who was really into it. And the only feature he ever showed me of the game was when I went over for a sleepover and like, you know, middle school or something. And he was like, dude, check this out. He just would walk with his character and just put huge explicit porn images <laughs> all over servers. He'd be like, isn't this fucking funny, dude? And at the time, <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. Can we get in trouble for this? And he's like, yeah, but like, who cares? Like, <laughs> he just went around and would. Yeah, like video game porn trouble. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's like not not for real. Like, real like our teachers, we were, and parents don't know we're doing this. Like, it, it was <laughs> it was like seven or eight a.m. this morning, and we've been playing for fifteen hours, and so we were all a little tuckered out, and we were raiding some people in a cave where, and you're only allowed to roam with four players. You can have thirty players on your team, but only four of you go on missions, and we had five. And it's not because we needed. It was, it's not like yeah, come along, man. Five of us will get the job done. One of us could have gotten the job done because they're all asleep, and we're in a cave on our peninsula. The other guy just wanted to watch, and we didn't consider that there were five of us. But the admin uh, saw that there were five of us, and his solution was to fly in like Jesus Christ himself and start and start yelling, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" and shoot shoot dummy rockets at the fifth man as the as the fifth man like ran back to base. They're exploding, <laughs> but they're not hurting him, and he's just like he's just launching rockets from the sky down on our guy in the base. Get out of here! That's a cool admin. Yeah, that is a good admin. <laughs> okay. He did a good job. Nah, fuck him. Fuck him for not you letting not, us. Yeah. 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 You know, the last <laughs> admin let us cheat pretty explicitly. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we weren't cheating. This guy, yeah, this guy's fine. This guy's, uh, he's you fine. were so cheating. We were absolutely not cheating. It was a two-man party server, right? It was a two-man roaming squad server, yes, and mm. we never roamed with more than two. It's against the rules, not against the law. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As Cliff would say. So, yeah. Uh, oh, uh... Have you heard the the bad news about our our buddy friend of the show, Furious Pete? Did he die? No, he's not dead, but his testicular cancer came back. Oh, I saw no. him. Yeah, I watched part of his video. Doesn't he only have one was, ball left? Yeah, and like if you watch his video, oh. it's really fucking heartbreaking. Like he he's a strong guy to be as composed in this as he is, because he's talking about like yeah. I, I don't have kids yet. You know, I wanted kids. I've got some frozen sperm, but that's kind of a crapshoot sometimes. Uh, I have to go in XYZ day and have my other testicle removed. And it was just like recently that he had some scan done where like they came back and were like, oh, you're all cancer free. You're good. But apparently, I don't know the ins and outs of uh, oncological shit, oncological shit. And so like uh, he even said, though, he's like the chance of cancer coming back once you've had cancer once is very high but the chance of it coming back in your testicle again is only like two percent well, of people who odds, get that it would seem and so yeah he beat the odds in that way and so i guess the way i infer it is like they checked his body his whole body for cancer and not his testicles because it was like 98 percent of the time it comes back in your body mm. and it was actually in his other testicle and god so, damn yeah, that's really, he's going to have to, like, he was saying he's going to have to take, like, testosterone yeah. uh, injections or whatever, which, I mean, it, he's a I huge now have a guy. supplier. Uh, later, later tonight, Woody's going to be crouched over the microwave, like, just like, <laughs> just teabagging it. Come on, it. come on, baby. Big money, big money. Get them both. <laughs> oh, asshole cancer instead. <laughs> you get to asshole cancer. <laughs> All right, colostomy bag. Does that come with TRT? No? No? 
<laughs> my response in the doctor's office, they're like, sir, you have butthole cancer. I'd be like, oh, wait, what? Like, <laughs> no, funny. I can't miss on a thing. But yeah, that, that really, like, what? That's... It's a really sad emotional video because Pete seems like the, the kindest dude and already put up with so much of this. So, dude, did yeah. you see um, the shitty robot girl? The shitty robot girl? I'm not no. even familiar with that. Okay. She's a very popular YouTuber, pretty girl. And uh, as you might expect, she makes shitty robots. And it takes a real sense of humor. You know, she's like, I'm going to make a robot that feeds myself soup. And the spoon's just like flicking it at her, you know, like rotate around and splash her with soup and stuff like that. It's, it's always really funny. And uh, to watch, like sometimes the robots are medium shitty and sometimes they're fully shitty, but she's always surprised to see how they turn out. And uh, it really sort of showcases her ability to laugh at herself and what fun it is anyway. She had a brain tumor last year, and uh, it was a rough situation. Uh, she gave her brain tumor a name. I think it was Brian. I forget. And uh, so they they operated. She had actual brain surgery to fix this. And I think there was I made a, a shitty pretty... robot to take out my brain tumor. <laughs> that would be a, a <laughs> bad Yeah, that, that's about how it would go too. Lots of erector set shit involved. Anyway, uh, so she had the brain tumor out, and they thought it was done with. They thought that that was going to be the end of it. Thankfully, you know, she managed to do this. There were some risks, but she turned out mostly okay. And um, now it's happening again. And it's not cancer, but they are solving it with um, radiation therapy. And she's like, you know, there's some risks again. Like, I might lose my vision. And it's like, oh, you use that, right? Like, all the time. And uh, she admitted to, I think, a little depression. You know, like, like it's just been hard. Like, I don't, like, why does this have to be? Like, this is like, damn it. I, I thought I had finished with this, and now it's back. And yeah, I've got to watch kids. We don't even know about it. She probably deserves it. Women don't molest kids. They reward them, right? When, <laughs> when, when it's women, it's a good thing. It's positive. We encourage that behavior, right? She probably, uh, she probably is a is like a, a race murderer or something. Like like she goes out hunting down Pakistani Pakistani men and uh, she seems really luring nice. them back to her. That always home. makes me feel like a, like such a bitch. With robots. I when I see people her. who have like terrible cancers. And they still manage to have like really good outlooks because I just know myself and I would be catastrophizing everything and be like uh, so sure that I was going to be dead within like, a, I don't know. I don't think I have the personality to be as positive as these people. So, yeah, just kill yourself, right? Well, no, because then you lose. <laughs> you want to uh, win against the uh, You do win though, like right? That's like when uh, when some guy's rushing you and calls On you, my terms! And you just start cooking a grenade, right? You're like, yeah, come on in. <laughs> it's just martyrdom. Yeah, it's martyrdom. Okay. Yeah, Marty Dumb. Marty Dumb. Do you remember that? Yeah, it, it annoyed me greatly. Stop running, Marty Dumb. <sighs> Stop. Uh, Bones can't read. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they were children. Did you, did you see Elena breastfeeding her baby on on, on the internet? Elena. Elena feeding uh, a baby. She had her baby. I, well, that that you're somebody else's you're baby. take that as a yes. I a little slow across <laughs> it. I watched her just recently. No, and, and it's just she a bit of practice. It's all. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is a koala. <laughs> 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 uh, 
when I saw her last, and really, she must have just had that baby. But no, I, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, that's that's it's not a good picture. No. Oh, it's not. I'm not a fan. Is it like right after she had the baby and they're in the hospital oh, room or her, something? Got her titty in the baby's mouth. It's it's, it's not a good look. The, oh, ew! Who would think of that? Who would, that <laughs> that's that's just, sexualizing children. She's a pervert. What <laughs> um, <laughs> was I gonna say? That would be so funny if a movement came about where it's like we're anti-pedophile. People are like, yeah, it's like, and that's why no more breastfeeding. <laughs> These women have been lying. They love it. You know, next time your wife is breastfeeding her child, feel how wet her pussy gets. It's <laughs> I would love for that to be a popular thing. Let's make that a movement. We can align it. I don't even know who, what kind of person would, would enjoy Let that. Let that child go, you rapist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give him to me. Yeah. <laughs> Elena, though, to me, in my head, is in the like top 5% of women who might bounce back from pregnancy and be yeah, hot again. Well, yeah, no, no bouncing back from what we saw. <laughs> no bouncing back. What would you see? Uh, I won't be just too cruel breastfeeding. I mean, what did the... Man, you, you, you find the picture yourself. I, I'll let you be the judge. You be the judge. You I'm... be the judge. What What could she have possible? How does she breastfeed grosser than other women do? I've said all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, so we have to do our own research. Well, fuck it. No, I'm not looking it up. Can't make me. Is it on our YouTube channel or I, their I, YouTube I, channel? I doubt it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm asking for the image right now. It's. It's. I'm sure my the the bots are, are moving. Let me see if I can. She has that. a um a video called not. I'm sorry. A channel called Sailing La Vagabond Mom. And there's a higher chance. Hey guys, show up I'm going to talk about Sailing La Vagabond. Would have been better. I do like the way, yeah. yeah that's, that's, I don't know if it's good. better SEO, but no, definitely not. But it's better. <laughs> it's better sounding. So, um, yeah, I've been uh, not there. You, do you know who uh, who Chris Chan is? Jackie Chan's uh, youngest daughter. Uh, did no, she's, no, she's no. six years old and already diving through ladders? Of course, I know. No, I don't know who that is. But Chris <laughs> Chan, Kyle, do you know this no. like old? internet lore so this dude chris chan was like he's like old internet he's like now he's become trans he was like this autistic guy like but not like a fun loving nice autistic guy as much like he was fucking weird the violent really really weird yeah okay and like he was obsessed with things like uh sonic and pokemon and as like an adult man he like invented his own character called like Sonichu, which is just a mix of those two. And he, you know that like moldable magic shit that like four year olds play with to make things. Okay. Like that that play doh thing. He made a Sonichu giant medallion and wore it around with him everywhere. And he was obsessed with Sonic lore to the point that when they they changed Sonic's arm color in one of the video games, he went to his own local GameStop and started coloring in all the arms on the the actual game cases, the correct one. Because in his head, he's like, this is not what Sonic looks like. This is how <laughs> Sonic looks like this. You know, and he, he I, I, and there's, this guy is so documented. So documented. Like, there's like six part, like five hours of video series, like tracking the way that he gets kicked out of so many game stops 
and like tries to uh, to hook up with like underage people online and like does all uh, like ends up getting his own like parents house uh, just uh, taken away by the state because he was like apparently uh, like there are so many videos on this guy's life because uh, apparently he like made videos showing the inside of their house and it was like a hoarder disgusting not oh, safe no. house and someone reported him and it got condemned. What? And so he like it like resulted in his family going uh, homeless from it. And oh, I still don't guy. know. He's probably like a little older than you at this point. Oh um, fuck! He needs to be homeless. Oh yeah. But like homeless. he he is uh, he maybe. <laughs> but like there there is so much shit on this guy. I'm barely scratching the surface, and I'm like, is how can this be real? Mr. Medicare needs to work on this guy. I had that like. same I, thought. Yeah, I've, I've heard him mention Chris Chan before on like a stream, but I didn't know who he like. I didn't register at the time until something more recently. I saw so this guy's like, oh, YouTube videos I could watch of him like coloring in Sonic at GameStop and shit. Do uh, let me look, let me see what it is. Chris Chan. Chris Chan, a comprehensive history. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll be watching that later. There are 13 parts and they're each 30 to 40 minutes. And so it's been taking me a while to get through them. But the detail in these are like real documentary level because of how much of his life is documented online. So I, I don't know. It's just... And then there are some parts of it that like they, they do the documentary thing where they make you feel really sad for him because it's like, oh, he really is just kind of a lonely autistic guy who wanted some kind of community or whatever. And then he'll do something else and you're like, oh, you piece of shit. Like <laughs> trying to like flirt with a you know, 12-year-old or whatever. So... Yeah, anyway, I, that's a that's a nice watching suggestion for you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I like that sort of thing. Is he is he weird? Like, is he an odd looking guy too? Oh yeah. Oh, oh he's he's an odd looking guy. Let's see, let's see what Chris Chan is up to now. Like like is he is he is he purposefully sort of like playing it up? You think to be like relevant? No, and, no, oh, no, I no. like that. I like that. Then yeah. <laughs> All right. So we get to see him sort of fumble through life as a. As a depraved individual. Yep. Yeah, his even his Twitter handle is Sonny Chu. <laughs> oh. Uh, you think he's like a furry or is he anything like that? Like does he is is that why he's so offended about Sonic? Does he does Dude, he, that he, might be in the next episode, for all wanna, I know. Does he want to fuck tails or something? Like I'm sure he might. Mm. Here uh Oh yeah, this is something that made fun of him. He's like Anyone living locally to me in Virginia or visiting in Charlottesville, I'll give y'all BJ's for money too. Serious, because he's he's gay now, I guess. Oh, or not gay? He's a straight trans woman. He's oh gay for pay. I was about to say, but now I'm processing that he's a straight trans woman, <laughs> or he's just a whore. I think what you're saying, Taylor, is he's delusional. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm following now. Uh, this guy's obsession with a mix of Pikachu and Sonic does not at all reek of delusion, Kyle. Dear God. I don't think uh, so. It, yeah. It, it makes me like, feel bad for him, but then other things you're just like, Jesus Christ, like I mean, how did somebody not stop you? Because apparently his parents are retarded too, right? Like yeah, he lived the, in a hoarder home. Like the, it, the yeah, guy his was, parents seem like real pieces of shit. The guy was uh, dealt a bad deck of cards twice. Or dealt a bad hand twice, my mistake. Yep. <clears throat> That's the whole deck, it sounds like. I don't think there's any. Yeah, he's, in there. there's he's a lot of jokers nope. and deuces. 
<laughs> he just has those uh, printed cards you throw away. He's got the you know, like eight copies of the rules. Yeah, that's right. Is this a draw four? <laughs> he's, he's he's fucked. That's that's not going to go well for him. Uh, have you been watching politics at all? Uh, no, I've been playing Rust. No, not really. I've been probably for pretty the best. Busy. There's um. I don't know. The shutdown thing lingers on. It's getting to be more serious. There are a lot of families who, like, a lot of families can survive a paycheck loss, but we're getting into two and three paychecks they're losing. So it's a it's a bigger deal. It's weird. I, maybe I'm an idiot and I don't know any better, but I have to check the news every day to see if the government's open or not because I really can't tell the difference. Yeah, it doesn't affect us. Yeah, it doesn't impact us at all. So I, I'm and not I get in the, the National Guard. Fuck it. <laughs> I get that some of these jobs, like maybe the, a lot, most of the Coast Guard jobs and the FAA, they're working without pay, directing the planes and stuff. Like you really need that. You, you notice immediately if they stopped working, the whole nation would yeah. shut down. Didn't Reagan fire all those guys at one point? No. Who did he fire? <laughs> was it? It was the pilots? air traffic controllers, I thought. I thought was it was it? the air traffic oh, controllers. Wrong? Yeah, I think they, the air traffic controllers went on strike and he was like, well, fuck you. We'll find somebody get else more to air traffic controllers. Uh, well, there's there's a very popular game where people uh, play. She <laughs> <laughs> was just like, fire them all, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get rid of the Marines. Uh, we need some Call of Duty players here to replace them. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of jobs that people, the TSA, that there are people that are just doing without pay. And, and you'd notice immediately if they were gone. There's a bunch of other ones. It's like, I, I can't even tell they're at home. Are we, are we missing anything? I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. But uh, yeah. there's two bills now. They what they did. They, what's happening is what the Democrats wanted to happen. Where basically they fund the government in one bill and then argue about immigration in a separate bill, so they're not linked. But some people are saying they're not going to pass and they'll just continue on shut down. Yeah, it'll continue on. It, it sounds like I, I saw Trump's proposal uh, the other day where where he <clears> you know he basically was uh, wanting to extend the the Dreamers' rights or whatever for three more years and in, in exchange for opening the government and getting some money for his fence. Um, and yeah. the Democrats seem to shoot that down immediately. The thing is, like, so normally in negotiations, you give up something that hurts in exchange for something that you want, right? The dreamer thing, both sides are on the same team with, by and large, right? The Republicans are like, yeah, these poor kids brought here when they're two years old. The dreamer's very popular. It's like an 88% approval rate amongst the citizens. Like, no one's really against the dreamer thing. So Trump offering that, he really wasn't giving up much. Mm -hmm. And uh, also his 5.7 number like didn't go down at all. But it is mm -hmm. an offer. But the Democrats, instead of countering, it, it's I guess it's like home sales, right? If you come in too low ball, they don't move. They just say, oh, fuck off. And yeah. That's yeah, but there's no more homes out there. That's the only thing. You know, it's, it, there's only one house and we're homeless. And you should probably counter. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's either this or move to it, it. There's the United States house and there's the Canadian house and the Mexican house. You can, those are the neighbors. So, so if, if you want to be in one of those United States ones, you, you might want to counter. I don't understand why they'll counter. Like, Maybe they should right. the counter using the same tactic. Like, all right, here's my counter. Puerto offer. Rico. No border wall. A lot uh, of storm Amnesty damage. and something else. And they'll just, you know, look as far apart as they ever were. But that yeah, would a lot be of the storm damage counter. in the Puerto Ricans. Uh, house, uh, it sounds like to hear them tell the tale, it was just a travesty, and Trump didn't help them, and they just all starved to death a few months ago. Maybe they did. I don't live in Puerto Rico. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they did. <laughs> they did. I wonder I mean, what if, Puerto Rico's like. Like, couldn't it, it, find it on a map. <laughs> you hear <Okay>. about it. <laughs> they, they Could make you? It, Let me 
give you a map with no numbers and letters on it. You, you, point, you point at Puerto Rico. You pick it. You point at Cuba first. You know you would. Uh, oh, I probably would get like <laughs> Cuba and then be like this. No, I know that's Haiti and that's Dominican Republic. Uh, oh, that's like such I've a weird to top down. Uh, like if you look at the map of Haiti and the Dominican Republic, because they're on the same island. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. Haiti had, they were just like, the fuck these forests, fuck them. And they just like chopped them all down in like super unsustainable ways. And Dominican Republic is like, well, we should probably keep some, right? Like people, people are. We don't really make much here. There's a lot of tourism, though. And so, if you look like at like the you know International Space Station zoom of it, there's like a real line on the border where you see like gray and brown and like little shitty forests, and then just lush, rich ass Dominican Republic. And it was like, that was, I guarantee that was a huge that was some... error, Haiti. I guarantee that was like a, a a rich person on the mainland was like, I will buy all of your trees for this box of beads. <laughs> well, they did this, I think, after the French, uh, they booted the French out. Mm. I went Somebody to the Dominican trees, Republic. Though. Dude. I have too. It's All nice. the homes there. I didn't think it was that nice. Maybe we went to different places. There's rebar sticking out of the top of every house. And apparently that's like their plan for the future. Like you build a one level <laughs> house or a two level house and have rebar sticking up the top of it, you know? So you can add on. And and we're like, what? Like, you're not adding on. Why don't you like cut off the rebar, make your house look a little nicer? And it's disgusting. And it's like, ah, yeah, right. And imagine that. The Woodworths just gave up over there. They cut off the rebar. They see yeah, no they future cut. for themselves. This is the Dominican Republic dream right here. A <laughs> two-level concrete hovel. <laughs> Cinder block. Look at Pablo. He's got three levels. He's the president. <laughs> but yeah, just cutting off the rebar was just giving up hope. And then you, know, you could never have more cinder blocks. Neighbor Magumbe gets six foot rebar. I get seven foot rebar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the houses there, I agree with you. They look shitty. I meant like the hiking and the ocean and everything. It was, oh. it was pretty beautiful. Yes. And there's fewer rules. People think America is the land of the free. But I mean, try to fly your airplane six feet over the cars and suddenly Somalia you'll, you'll is the home feel... of the free. Exactly. You go to, and you look at like stalactites and stalagmites in the Dominican Republic and they're like, dude, you should climb that shit. And it's like, well, yeah, this is a good thing to climb. Hugging up the stalactites. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, everybody can break off a small one to take home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, neat. <laughs> you could tell like the, the weak part was already broken off. By the, t the bottom of it was already four inches thick. It wasn't me who did it. It's just these are, <laughs> these are jungle gym stalactites. They're a little different than we have in Pennsylvania. You're allowed to fuck with them. And uh, yeah, just swim in the endangered jungle kangaroos. If anyone would like to kick one, <laughs> dude, there's no rules. <laughs> well, there's rules, I'm sure, but like, yeah. And uh, our tour guide was explaining like the career plans of all the prostitutes. How like like they 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 seem wonderful, amazing, super supportive wives uh, during the catch phase. You know, so, so it's like ah, they they just they meet you and they're everything you ever wanted in a female companion. And then once they marry, they get fat and lazy. And this is like standard operating procedure for the for the women there, according to my surfing guide. See, some things are the same no matter where you go in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how? Uh, never mind. Yeah, Dominican Republic would be. Oh, what do we have here? Ah, oh, this is a picture that I cannot share. No, <laughs> no, you cannot. 
Mm-hmm. Now I can see Woody's gears turning. Oh, it's not hairy enough. For <laughs> <laughs> I prefer a bit of hair on my nips, you know? Makes me sure she's got a lot of testosterone and going to have a strong son. It's the most important thing in life, mm. you know? Oh, did they have a boy or girl? Do we know? I don't know. I guessed. <laughs> <laughs> the way he's going to that tit, I'm going to say a boy. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. what's wrong with this? Uh, I know what you would say is wrong with it. What his criticism <laughs> was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to. Yeah. No bully. <clears throat> bullying's different than it used to be. I know. We need to get back to more bullying. Yeah? The old uh, ride them off the sidewalk with your car bullying. I think more like beat up the weird kids at school so they know to adapt. To straighten up. Yeah. That, mm. that might be more beneficial. Stop, dress, dress, stop dressing like Sonic the Hedgehog, you freak. You gotta take a beating. Actually, that doesn't work. Yeah, because that kid probably got beat up quite a bit, and he's he didn't end up very well. Clearly, he didn't get enough beatings if he's if he's running around GameStop's coloring in private <laughs> property with a fucking magic marker or some shit. That's so fucking funny <laughs> to think that like you're gonna change the the view of Sonic at one GameStop. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Also, it's a weird thing to get obsessed with, but that does seem to be a figure that's. Like, at least based on the cursory knowledge I know from Medicare videos, like, Sonic really is around, like, in a lot of autistic areas. I wonder what it is. Like, that, that, whole, uh, that whole universe seems to be very captivating for a lot of, of hmm. people who have that. I don't know. Seems like uh, I played the games. Oh, yeah, I played them, too. They were fun. That was as far as I got with Sonic. I, I don't even remember little... the... Dr. Robotnik? Was that the bad guy's name in Sonic? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. it is. Rob- Robotnik or something like that. He uh, he flew around in that little hovercraft and he'd throw those eggs and shit at you at the end of the, the, the each uh, each level. He had that orange mustache and that... Uh, or was it... It seems like... No, no, he had, he had like an... He had a big bald head, right? Yeah. And like an orange mustache and an orange pointy like devil. He had little glasses. Goatee. He had like reflective aviator looking, but they were like Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. Yeah, huh. I like Sonic. I played that game a lot on Sega Genesis. Uh, Son- uh, most of the Sonic games. Do you play I Populous? I think that's might be what the game was called. No, I've never heard of that one. Is that an older game? Uh, it was popular at the same time as Sonic, and I think that is what it's called. I played that instead, and I was, I was, I was good at it. I played it. I got addicted nice. to it. It hurt my grades in college. I would say I was, a, I was that level of skill. I would belong on Kyle's Populous team. <laughs> the f- yeah. the first game I ever actually got genuinely pretty good at to where I beat most people I think was COD 4 mm. like COD 2 I had fun playing it but I wasn't that like I, I was probably a 1KD player just fucking around mm-hmm. I, don't know, I guess now Age of Empires and Age of Mythology was before that and I got very good at those games so but the first FPS I ever got really good at was COD 4 I think I'm, playing with, a, I'm playing with a guy right now who's who's got a very similar background he's got um I don't know, four or 5,000 hours of Rust. Um, he's got like 2,800 hours of Civ Five. He's got like 2,000 hours of Age of Mythology. Like he's got a very similar pedigree to us and a ton of COD 4, like many, many days of that. Um, is this one of the guys 
the yeah i just picked up a, a new guy who knew a lot more about rust than we did obviously and he's 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 assisted us a lot with little minor decisions along the way there's you know do you place the door here do you place the door there is is it worth researching this is it worth researching that do we has anybody been so not helpful that they've had to be excised from the group where it's like you're not pulling your weight you're not getting gathering enough sulfur like you're it not in, the, in team kyle it wasn't that they weren't gathering enough sulfur or anything like that. There was just some people who weren't um, taking the game seriously enough, I guess, for anyone's um, liking. You know, like, like, look, look, I'm, it's it's not a slave ship. If you want to fuck off and go run around looking for people to kill, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'll come with you. If you just don't want to farm stuff, all right, you know, it could be monotonous. Don't do it. You don't ever have to do it. You help yourself to all the gear, though. But if you're just being silly and just giggling to yourself while you get in people's way and kind of being counterproductive it, it's not it's really not about how much how productive you are if you, if you start going to the opposite end of you know if you start being a, a hindrance and you start just kind of getting in people's way and causing problems there was somebody that that we had to kind of just stop playing with and he had a real hissy fit and but it was, was it like, his you know, in-game actions or his personality um, it was really his in-game actions and his personality. Mm. He, uh, you know, he's he he does a lot of uh, drugs and he's often not coherent. And uh, and it was it was hard to and that's fine if we're playing Call of Duty. You don't care, but it, we're, it's a very complicated game with a lot of important decisions to be made. And if you make the wrong, if you click the wrong button over there on your end, you know, you cost everybody a lot of time and effort. And and it's and so. We just Is there any concern about him? coming back in the dead of night when he knows you guys won't be, be raiding and sabotaging and, and wrecking up the place. No, he no doesn't doing know. that. No, that that's, that's, he doesn't know the codes to the base or anything like that. You know, he's, he's, it's fine. I don't have any ill. I don't, I'm not mad at him or anything. It was just, wasn't working out. And a lot of people were complaining. And, and so I you know just didn't want to play with him anymore very much in that game. I'd happily play call of duty with him. I'd have to I'd happily play just about any game with him, but but Rush. Would you want is, a weak is, link in Call of Duty though? Yeah, I don't care. You know, yeah, I don't really care about Call of Duty. You know, I, it's it's it, in Call of Duty, it doesn't matter in Call of Duty to me because it's a it's a twenty minute life cycle, and we'll just do it again. And maybe next time I'll I'll help. You know, we'll be able to carry you to victory. And he's not that bad at Call of Duty, and mm. that you know, it's 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 mostly gunplay and running around and just grabbing shit. But there can but be guys is, that ruin the spawns. There can be guys that feed the other team kill feed. I don't play blackout. So that's it's not a oh, thing. Okay, well I'm out of date with Call of Duty. Yeah, it's you know it's it's fine. I have no problem playing with a weaker player or two in Call of Duty. I don't care if we win every game. We win four or five a night if we're going hard. But sometimes you just want to go silly anyway and and just just have mm -hmm. a little fun in Call of Duty. And but this game doesn't allow for that. Uh, at least not on a consistent basis. There's got to be at least some part of the day where everybody's like kind of head down. We're grinding now. We're working toward uh, you know we're going to put five hours of boring work in right now and we're, the, we're, the the benefit that we'll reap is that we'll go raid someone tonight with all the grind ground out materials and we'll get 30 minutes of absolute crazy exhilarating action with big explosions and lots of loot you know it's a treasure hunt and uh and so if, if you don't kind of have that mindset it's not fun to play i mean if, if you're over there playing the there's a guitar in the game and you can download macros so that you can play the guitar incredibly well so you can play, and it's fun the first time somebody does it. You know, you're like, because everybody else has tried the guitar, and it's like, ding, dong, brong. Hmm. That's about as good as anybody can do. Like, and then all of a sudden, the guy comes over and he's like, 
and you're like, holy shit, is that the Game of Thrones theme? Na 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 na, and you're just, we're all blown away, right? What else do you have? And he's playing, he's playing ACDC. And then an hour goes by, and you're like, still playing the guitar, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed you game. only know three songs. Uh, <laughs> I heard the Game of Thrones theme already. Yeah, I, I got that one down. Uh, what else you got? All right, let's just uh, let's stop. Let's stop. No, 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 no. All right, anybody brings a guitar back. I'm, I'm gonna fucking shoot. No more guitars <laughs> in the bass. We have banned guitars from the bass. I will not have a guitar in the bass. Tired of it. <laughs> I love like how you rule with an iron fist. That's cool. It's not even that. I don't rule an iron fist. It's a group decision. When I say things like that, everybody's like, "Yes, please." I'm glad someone said it. No more fucking guitars and no more spinning wheels. There are these spinning wheels you can place on the wall and you like spin them. Mm -hmm. And like people make mini games out of them, but they make this like grinding, <laughs> rusty noise for like a solid 30 seconds, like row, 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 as they spin. No more spinning wheels allowed either. We're, I, just want, I just want peace and quiet. Just want peace and peace quiet, and quiet. While I make sulfur. Gunpowder. <laughs> Ammo. Are you almost to like the board part of the game oh, cycle again? That doesn't come. That doesn't come. No, I'm gonna be playing this game a long, long time. This is, I'm telling you, like, like this isn't a game that that does that. We could be doing something completely different right now. Like, like right now we're in a desert, you know, focusing on like big picture stuff. We could make an under uh, an underwater base out 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 in the out in the ocean and be scuba diving men with a boat dock if we wanted to. We could be pirates and do nothing but pirate pirate. Do that. That's cool. I'm on oh, the opposite we, side. I, I, I'm looking at this game like, oh my god. The skill, la the skill cap is so much higher than I thought it was. I don't know if I want to invest that kind of time. If it gets warm out, you know, I'm only playing this shit because the high is 33 today. That changes, <laughs> and I'm done with computer games. Yeah, I, uh, I do not feel the same way. When it gets warm out, we'll turn the air conditioner up and play some more Rust. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as like the, the pirating thing, there's like there's boats in the game. Like like there's a little like dinghy type boat, and there's kind of like a coast guard like rubbery boat that like eight people can get in. And now we have the best guns in the game, so we'll be going to do a mission. Like, there's a big cargo ship with uh, AI on it that makes a lap around the entire island, and you could board that thing, kill all the AI, and if you hold the boat for 15 minutes from anyone who also tries to take it from you, you get tons of loot. It's the best loot in the game. Well, on our way there, sometimes we'll see other people in boats. And that's some of the most cinematic shit that I've ever seen in a video game. When I'm driving a boat with my with my three or four guys in the in the back, all with AKs, and I'm pulling them up alongside the enemy boat, and they all light it up with AK-47 tracer fire, and you just see the enemies dying, and their boat fucking tips over and crashes, and it, it's 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 like nice. real life. It's it's like it's like where the cartel. I was picturing like, like real pirate, like big boats with cannons and it's so uh -huh. you're like so you're like somali pirates we're somali pirates exactly no no <laughs> all the way down to the no clothes and the ak yeah yeah we're absolutely and somali pirates sometimes yeah it's, it's uh, yeah we're all chewing cot we're, we're all just fucked up bloodthirsty all wired up feeling no pain having a good old time yeah there's that's, that's kyle and his boys careful they're always <laughs> on vodka and red bull <laughs> it gives them supreme accuracy and calls the pain <laughs> Yeah, but there's a, it, it'll be a long time before I get bored of this game because every, I mean, three days ago we got raided and lost everything. We went from like rifles and having a base to we woke up and you could see sunlight through the roof of the base because they had come and blown everything up and taken everything away from us. And in two days time, 
two hard days time. Like, I don't know, seven of us working continuously, maybe, maybe 150 man hours total. We've, we've built a whole new compound. That's, that's pretty defensible. And we've all got great guns and great gear sets and all the fuel that we could want. And we're, we're very happy with what we've got. And tomorrow we could lose it all. And I won't be bummed. We'll start out again. And, and we'll have it all back in another day or two. Cause the grind is fun. You start with naked with that rock. Then you get a bow and arrow. Then you get a revolver. Then you get a shotgun. Then you get a semi-automatic rifle. And then you've got an AK and a rocket launcher. And it's it's the grind is the fun part. Nice. I'm glad you're having so much fun with it. Yeah, yeah. man, it's good stuff. Uh, <sighs> guys, well, want to call it a show? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, PKN episode 232. I bet, or maybe not. Very close to that. Hmm.